Come on. Peter, are you ready? I was born ready, man. Let's do it. I like it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Peter Kazadoy is an author. He is a TEDx speaker and Inc. 5000 entrepreneur. He is teaching the power of brutal honesty. I'm excited to have you on. Peter, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, it's my pleasure to be here, George. Thank you. So um, I'm going to take you back to uh, Peter at age 17. Nice. Uh, grew up in Boston. And at 17, I was convinced that over the next year or so, two things were going to happen with absolute certainty. The first was I was going to put my decade and a half worth of heavy training as a figure skater uh, into into effect, and I was going to make the Olympics and be an Olympian in men's figure skating. And the other thing I was sure would occur is that I would attend Harvard University. As I said, I grew up in Boston. You know, there was only one college in my mind, and that was Harvard, and that's where yeah. I was going. Um, by 18, I had definitely missed my shot at the Olympics and realized that my, my figure skating dream was never going to occur. And uh, I sent Harvard an application. They sent me back a very nice letter saying, thank you, but no thank you. And it felt like from that point forward, my life sort of spiraled out of control a mm -hmm. bit. And so this was my first, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but this was my first brush with um, getting brutally honest, you know, with myself um, about, you know, what had happened and where, where I'd went wrong and, and what I really wanted and so on and so forth. So I get out of college. And um, I'm a pain in the ass to deal with. So no one was ever going to hire me. So I, I started a business with my, my business partner, a video production company, right out of college in 2008, which, you know, apparently is a wonderful time to start a business when the economy is <laughs> crashing around you. Uh, and we started as a video production company, not having any idea what we were doing. And we were, at the time, making $800 television commercials for local car dealers, which is exactly as glamorous as it sounds. Does sound pretty and glamorous. I can remember thinking to myself, like, oh, gosh, I mean, if only we could make more $800 car commercials, like, we'll be rich. You know, well, well, obviously, you know, I didn't take any math courses at, at college and um, – <laughs> hadn't really stopped to think about, you know, what, what that business would look like. And, you know, is that a strategic choice or not? So, uh, you know, I spent several years eating pasta on the floor of my condo. And then we decided we needed to pivot our model because we were getting hired by marketing agencies to do video production. And we realized that the marketing agencies were terrible. Um, they didn't take good care, care of their clients. They would overbill uh, they would do things that we didn't think were in the client's best interest. We didn't particularly, you know, weren't impressed by what they were doing. So we said to ourselves in classic entrepreneurial fashion, um, well, they can do it. We can do it too. That's right. So overnight we changed our website and our framing and said, no, we're, all, we're a full service agency. And, um, went out and pitched and got our first you know, multi hundred thousand dollar client. And over the next several years, we grew that into a, a an international, uh, Communications and marketing agency we worked with startups up to Warren Buffett himself got onto the Inc 5000 list of fastest growing companies in the US for a couple of years in a row and then the next tragedy struck George which is that I turned 30. Oof. I don't know if this has happened to you. Has this happened to you? It has. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people how people live with it. And you know it's funny as I was doing a keynote presentation once and a very enthusiastic older woman in the front row 
uh, screamed out, I've turned 30 twice. And I said to myself, <laughs> how did you ever survive that? I couldn't even get through the first one. But anyway, you know, it, it was very interesting, George, because when I looked around at what I had built by 30, for all intents and purposes, I, I should have just shut the hell up. I mean, I, I, I had a nice life. I just married my amazing wife and I had this business and, and everything was going fine. But I just, for some reason, George, that age struck me in a very odd way. And I, I had to look around and, and get honest with myself for the second time about, you know, what I was, re- what kind of life I was really building, what I really wanted to achieve that I think I had been denying myself for the 10 years in between after I had missed, you know, my, my Olympic dream, my dream of going to Harvard. So I got very honest about what I wanted to achieve. And from that point forward, I probably achieved more in the year after I turned 30 than I had for the last 10 years. I mean, I started writing, getting picked up on Forbes and Inc and got a book deal and went back to get an MBA at Columbia. Um, I started really getting much more involved in real estate because I love real estate so much. I just sort of put on the the boosters and that's when everything came together for me. And I, I became this sort of guru for strategic honesty, which is what my book is about. My, my TEDx talk is about and really the cornerstone of, of what I do now, working with entrepreneurs and, and so on. Because that my sort of own crisis of honesty solidified something I had been seeing for many years, which is that the, the organizations that we worked with on the marketing side, uh, the ones who were brutally honest with themselves, the ones who were brutally honest with their customers, their vendors, between themselves as executives, they were the ones that took our growth strategies and just crushed it. And everyone else succumbed to the bullshit, to the politics, to all the crap that goes on in companies that has nothing to do with dollars and cents and everything to do with uh, politics and and personal whims and everything else. And so when I, again, when I had my personal crisis of honesty, that's when I really figured out like this honesty thing is actually a massive key to success, not only in business and for driving profitability, but also for achieving some sort of honest alignment with who you really are and what you really want. Now you have to understand, George, this is very ironic because I am the, like I was, you know, probably voted most likely to continue being an asshole in high school. Like for me to talk about honesty (laughs) is very ironic. I myself am flabbergasted by the fact that, you know, I am the person that's sort of preaching about this. But at a certain point, it's become undeniable. And, you know, as you know, it's 2020 now. We, we're just hopefully coming out of a pandemic. We've got systemic gender bias and incredible, incredibly horrible institutional racism, and politics full of lies. I mean, it's just the honesty has been completely shoveled over. And I think we're at a, a tipping point that we need to change the dialogue around what's true and what's not. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that, and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So that that's a lot of good stuff right there. So in high school, were were were, were you kind of a BSer? Is 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 that is no. that kind of what you're telling me? <laughs> no, I just like, and I was actually a tell it like it is kind of person. It oh. got me in trouble a lot. I see. It got me in trouble a lot. And what I so that's why you know in the book I make a very big point about honesty and stri- strategic, effective honesty is not telling the truth all the time. You know, any hmm. any parent will tell you like the last thing you want to do is just blurt out the truth to your kids at any age about anything. Like that's not helpful, right? In fact, one of the CEOs in my book makes a great point, which is that if you're flying in an airplane 
and the pilots come over the intercom and they say, you know, I've never seen storm clouds like that before. You know, please buckle up. I have no idea we're going to get through this one. Like, (laughs) is it honest? Yes. But is it helpful? No. So part of honesty is being honest about the people around you. This is where empathy comes into play. You know, what is their frame of reference and their prevailing mindset? And what are the alternative facts that they are looking at? That is a real thing. You know, it's not a joke. There are facts and there are other ways to look at the same thing. And there are other facts that come to light, uh, you know, that may be different from the way you're looking at it. So all of these pieces of, of honesty and using it strategically to, to drive outcomes, uh, play into into the book and it's not as simple as you know just tell the truth all the time in fact sometimes that can be damaging yeah i certainly appreciate that and 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 the pilot one is a good one um you don't need to be a bull in a china shop right and just i'm gonna just always gonna tell the truth no matter the impact that it has on those around me um all right so so what what's 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 sort of the starting point here is it um, how, how, how does one start to become more effective at this? The number one first step is simply awareness. In my experience, having worked with, you know, as I said, like startup entrepreneurs all the way to Warren Buffett, Fortune 500s, mid-sized companies, when I see companies, organizations, leaders who are unable to get out of their own way, it is always the fact that they have made a set of underlying assumptions And they have failed to question those assumptions for too long. And so any new information that comes at them, and as you know, we are, this is a world that is rapidly changing. Like consumer trends are massively shifting day by day, week by week. I mean, you see what's going on out out in the world. So these stuck mindsets really get in the way of success. And that can be at the organizational level, you know, where you have a middle manager or a CEO who has just decided their way is the highway and, and won't listen to what's coming from below, you know, bubbling up from the frontline employees. It can also happen in your personal life, like it did to me, where you can drift along assuming, oh, well, I'll never achieve X, Y, or Z, or, oh, it must take this to achieve that. Like all of those self-limiting beliefs are ultimately lies. And if we don't learn to be aware of how dishonest we all are as human beings, then we can't possibly start to identify what's true versus what's not and take action to move forward on what we really want. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. The stories that we tell ourselves, um, be they to to rationalize some behavior that we probably know that we shouldn't be doing or damaging really stories that we're telling ourselves like I'm not good enough or it's I'm carrying so much shame around this so it's not something I'm able to do um, I can see where that would obviously be you know a, a really important starting point and then and then uh, if you just have sort of this this framework these assumptions that you've built and, and 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 you never go back and question them that's obviously a very damaging thing too am, am, am I sort of summing that up correctly yeah you hit the nail on the head okay so I mean and that's all that that sounds sounds easy does hard right how how do I how do I become uh more mindful of 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 these scripts that are running you know one of the the my favorite programs that I run is called forum uh it's a group of entrepreneurs we meet once a month and I moderate uh virtually by zoom and it's a completely 
100% confidential space where you get to bring what's really, really happening in your life. The things that as an entrepreneur, you can't share because everything's got to be hunky-dory all the time. You know, we entrepreneurs have to put on this you know, incredibly positive vibe to get through the incredible hardships that we all face. So this is the space where you get to share what's really happening and get feedback from your peers, reflections on, you know, I heard this person bring up the word downtrodden you know, five times. And let's bring these things up and unearth them and deal with them. What I've found working with entrepreneurs, coaching entrepreneurs to help them grow their businesses is that typically 99% of the time, their business problem is really a personal problem in disguise. You know, they think it's sales, but really it's mindset. They think it's uh, operations, but really it's confidence. And so what my forum allows entrepreneurs to do is, is get at those inner workings, that, that inner honesty, those lies that are going on between our ears with the help of other folks to reflect that back at us. Because without that, it's, you know, there's a reason why people aren't their own therapists, right? This is very yeah. hard to do by yourself. So, you know, if you're aware and then you can surround yourself uh, with a group of folks and you can find out more about about forum on my website, honesttogreatness.com, um, then what I've found is that people can make incredible amounts of change, both in their personal lives, in their business. And I mean, you know, that's the way you 10x a company in your life is by making massive shifts to get into what I call honest alignment, because the bullshit just blocks you. It just blocks you from success. Yeah, well, I certainly know that that from personal experience, uh, it's taken a lot of work to, to to go back and and really look at at some of those limiting beliefs, or if it's imposter syndrome, or you 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 name it. Um, how how do you think that 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 people can recognize if they have a problem in the first place? Is it just I'm not achieving the level of success that I really want, or my relationships aren't as strong as as I'd like them to be? It's usually a feeling. I found that, you know, my my students will say to me, I know there's something that's amiss here that's not aligned. I just don't know what it is. Hmm. And, you know, what's, what's interesting is our emotions are a very empowering tool. Not when we react to them, though. You know, when we're on social media and someone says something incendiary and then we, you know, call them out, we tell them they're a horrible human being, emotion's not helpful in that scenario, right? But what they're really helpful at doing is telling us where we are not in alignment with who we are. And that feeling that some would describe as, you know, this, this gut like pit, this pit in my stomach. It's like, I just feel like something's not quite right. Like I'm supposed to be here, but I'm there. It's, you know, the, the fancy word is cognitive dissonance. When that's present, I always know, you know, with certainty that that person has denied themselves some sort of truth. And in, in one direction or the other, right? They've, they've uh, convinced themselves that they can be an astronaut and go to the moon, but that's highly unlikely. And so we've got to get honest about that. Or they've convinced themselves that they can't cold call because they're not good at sales. When in reality, they're an amazing human being and very personable and would do just fine. And, and we have to adjust that way. So a lot of this, as you can tell, borders on, on psychology. Why? Because business happens between our ears. If we don't get ourselves straightened out, then it becomes very difficult to influence the others around us. And that's where my, my framework, the, the hourglass of honesty, comes into play. You know, you, there are levels to this. We need to get honest about what's going on in the world and, and in society. And then we have to get honest with the 
the other people with and about the other people around us, and finally honest with ourselves. And if you can get through those levels, what you actually end up doing is changing the others around you, uh, putting them into alignment with what you're trying to achieve. This is Jim Rohn's, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's when you can do transformative, amazing things. I appreciate that. So is everyone fixable if, if, if I'm in the habit of, of not not being strategically honest? Is this a skill that, that you think everybody can learn? I, th- I do think it's a skill everyone can learn because everyone everyone's full of shit, even me. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're, nobody's immune. You know, and, and that's what's, what I found most interesting about success and achievement is it, it's an act of attrition. It's about removing things, not adding more stuff. And so, you know, I've always been fascinated watching these executives. You know, I, I remember being in one, one setting and the CEO had gotten there. Let's just say if, if, if she got there on merit, I'd be shocked. And every executive around her knew what was really going on with the business, knew what had to change, had the facts, had the data. And the CEO just, she was like, no, I, I know exactly what this needs and I'm just going to run it my way. I mean, those reports look nice, but you know, it doesn't jive with, with what I quote unquote know. And it just drives me nuts because, you know, to your point, it's like, is that person fixable? Well, at the 60 something years old that she was, probably not. That's a long lifetime of having success. And unfortunately, success doesn't teach, right? Success doesn't give us the humility and open-mindedness that we need to operate with honesty. And so that organization ended up not faring so well um, in the years uh, that she closed out her tenure. Whereas I think for for those of you out there listening who have had failures, small or large, those are such wonderful opportunities to become a more humble, open-minded, and ultimately honest human being. And I found that those are the folks that can end up making the kind of changes that lead to a pattern of successful outcomes as they move along through life. I like it. Well, Peter, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Everything you do, everything you think, ask yourself one simple question, which is, is that true? And how do I know? And I mean everything, because everything is an assumption one way or another. And we assume gravity is going to keep our feet on the ground. We assume we're going to have dinner tonight. We, like we just were built on assumptions. Otherwise, it would be exhausting to question, you know, whether we're going to get flung off the planet at any moment. However, you lose opportunities when you don't ask, like, is this, this thing I've kept telling myself, is that actually true? And, and how do I know? Who else can I ask? How can I get? help to understand whether what I think and believe is actually the truth. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Yes. I think that everybody would benefit greatly from asking themselves those questions right there. Is that the truth? And how do I know? So amen. Well, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Come have an honest conversation. I'm at honesttogreatness.com. That's honest, T-O, greatness.com. You can take the uh, two-minute honesty quiz, which will tell you your honesty type and how honest you really are if you're that brave. And, uh, of course, you know, I'm offering a bunch of uh, great bonuses for the book launch in August. So come and grab those and uh, let me know what you think of the book. Love it. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Peter your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to honest2greatness.com. 
I'm going to go take that quiz right now, Peter, and find out exactly how honest I am. How honest Love do you it. think we I am, Peter? Do you think I'm pretty? Do you think that I think that I'm honest, or we don't know until you take the <laughs> test? We'll see. <laughs> Thank you again, Peter. My pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out and go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show.